Hello and welcome back to Friday Night Track Club TV. This is the Performance Physique TV channel and podcast. My name is Arj and I am your host. If you haven't joined us before, we like to talk about all things track and field, athletics, sprinting, fitness, running, health, nutrition, lifestyle and everything in between, although I'm not sure what's left. Today's episode, we're going to discuss the World Championships, the debrief, how we think it went, and realistically, what are we looking forward to in the few months ahead of us? Let's get going. Right, last time we met, it was on the eve of the championships, and we had a few exciting um, races that we wanted to talk about, what we thought might happen, but we did also have some major concerns about the championships themselves being hosted in Doha. Now, if you tuned in to our podcast halfway through the championships, we gave you a little bit of feedback about the races and what to look forward to. And in all honesty, I actually think the championship performances themselves were far, far greater and faster, it seems, than what I had really expected. However, my concerns for the championships, mainly its environment, the location where it had been held or chosen to be held, were actually far, far worse than what I'd expected. And this was a championships which I feel will mark a pinnacle time in the history of our sport, and not necessarily for the better, although you could look at it as a silver lining because this might be the games or the championships, should I say, which forced a change to occur in the hierarchy of international athletics. So, let's begin with the performances themselves. We had high hopes for British superstars, Dina Rasher-Smith, Laura Muir, and Katarina Johnson-Thompson, with the most expectation definitely being placed on um, Dina Rasher-Smith's performances. And she delivered, she delivered fantastically well, a 100 meter and 200 meter medalist, silver medalist that is, wow, and a 200 meter gold medalist there, what an achievement. Only let down by the fact that in the 200 meters in both the men's and women's disciplines, there were so many athletes who pulled out and that became a bit of a feature of this championships with athletes failing to make finals or withdrawing from finals, namely based on injuries. Now, this doesn't take anything away from Dina Asher-Smith's performance, and the naysayers may say she wasn't competing against the highest caliber athletes, but this is a major championships, and major championships in the finals, everything counts. It really, really does count. She can walk away happy having secured a gold medal in the 200 meters, a personal best. She can be incredibly proud of her 100 meter silver medal, only beaten by Shelly Ann Fraser. And between you and me, I actually think if she had a few more meters there, she was gaining on Shelly. Maybe I'm wrong, but I really think she might have had her over 130, 140, 150 meters. Anyway, some great performances from Dina. We actually placed Laura Muir second on our list to discuss, and although she didn't medal in her event, what a performance it was. I personally think she ran a little bit early, she went a little bit soon, but who am I to tell? The infamous now, Laura Muir, 
when and when she shouldn't kick because she has the greatest level of determination I have ever seen. You can see her, you can physically see her filling up with lactic acid and she just grits her teeth and runs hard. And it was a tremendous performance. She was proud, she spoke with real conviction and she spoke with confidence. I think the rest of the British athletes well, not all of them, but many of those British athletes need to adopt her mindset because whatever is going on in Scotland with the training that's taking place with our middle distance and long distance athletes, they are doing it right. KJT, we had high hopes for taking Tiam to um, the 800 meters to win it. It didn't really require her to. Performance after performance after performance, four PBs in the heptathlon, she only just missed out on the 7,000 meter mark, but she took the crown and glory. She competed with a sense of security and com confidence that I have never seen Katarina Johnson Thompson compete with. So a big well done. She delivered on the grand stage, beating the best the, the world has really had for the last few years. And she didn't just claim a gold medal, she claimed a personal best and a British record. She has replaced Jessica Ennis, or Dame Jessica Ennis-Hill, um, as the British record holder for heptathlon. And if she carries on this trajectory, I believe she'll break that record again next year. Now, other performances that took place, we were actually surprised by. We had great hopes for the Inga Britsons, there was drama all over the place with disqualifications, punches being thrown by the Inga Britsons, and um, maybe a, a few surprise performances there. Also, you have Miller Weibo, the amazing, amazing, amazing Shawnee Miller Weibo, and the surprise of the championships for me. I had her written in as the favorite to win the women's 400 again and again and again and i would probably still repeat that and yet nasa out of nowhere she has been the best athlete aside from milloweba but out of nowhere runs the i think it's the third fastest time of all time in the 400 meters leaving shawnee milloweba in silver place and realistically there is a gap there so can that performance be replicated in um, Tokyo next year at the Olympics I don't know maybe Shawnee's got something extra to add is she gonna be firing now because she wants to take that Olympic title or is NASA gonna go down to the 200 meters and threaten Shawnee over the 200 meter distance, which at the moment looks on the cards for Shawnee Miller-Weibo to be able to do the double. At this World Championships, obviously the timetable was pretty poorly scheduled and meant lots of athletes couldn't do both disciplines that they chose to. At the moment, it is suitable, it's not ideal, and I believe Shawnee Miller-Weibo is trying to push them to change the schedule even further to make it an ultimate 200 and 400 meter double opportunity. That is a race I want to see. Keep your eyes open um, because I think we're going to see some exciting times, particularly over the 400 metres. We saw Christian Warholm um, perform amazingly. The 400 hurdles was tremendous. It was full of grit, 
the 1500 meter women's performance. Amazing Sifan Hassan proving that she is a legend of the sport. The real, real shame here is that it was overcast by Alberto Salazar. Now at this point, I'm gonna press pause on Alberto Salazar's story. We wanna get the races done first, okay? So Sifan Hassan, first athlete to be able to double in the 10,000 and 1,500 meters, and not just medal, but claim gold in both. She ran her heart out, she had a lot of emotion, and she has received a little bit of negative attention, but I am hoping, I can believe in her as an athlete. I really, really want to, as an athletics fan, believe in her case, her story, and we followed her for so many years, being the bridesmaid. I don't think uh, Debarba could have really have kept up with her in that race had she been present in the 1500 meters. I really, really don't. We saw amazing performances all over the track, but we saw some tremendous throws. Possibly the best javelin contest I've seen. Definitely the best shot put contest I've seen. We saw a unbelievable, to be honest, triple jump competition, which for a, a time, um, I actually thought we were going to see a new medalist, but um, Christian came in, delivered the nicest man in athletics, and he got his third, yeah, it was two fouls, third jump to get him to second half of the final, and then a massive jump, gets himself the medal, doesn't jump 18 meters, but delivers the goods for the third world championships title, I think it is for Christian. Then we look at the women's um, triple jump, and you had... Um, Royas, who was firing after a couple of rounds, picked it up and then, oh my goodness, she almost jumps the record and then settles down. So next year, we might see some amazing, amazing, amazing competitions on the field events. And I think this is what the sport needs, some excitement coming back into the field events. And now just to finish with two of the vertical field events, 100% the best women's pole vault competition I have ever seen. So many athletes competing and then suddenly just three of them in it. In the men's high jump competition, this wasn't the best high jump competition I have ever seen, but being able to see Itzibashim competing in front of a home crowd and jump the world lead 237 this year, excellent. I really, really enjoyed that. Right, let's talk about the stuff that has plagued this championships. Attendances, no one was there absolutely abysmal. I am furious that we have allowed our athletes to train for so many years to reach the pinnacle of their sport, excluding the Olympics, and then have no one watch them. The women's 100 meters final, I don't know, was there 38 people in that crowd? I know there was more, but it really didn't seem like that there were that many there. So many of the events were really struggling. If it hadn't been for the Ethiopians and Kenyans turning up for the long distance events, we would have had silent finals. Let's be honest, it was not right and it was not acceptable. We actually must demand that the IAAF do something about this. We cannot let our athletes down like that again. If we look towards um, Tokyo, we know there will be a lot of interest. We know that the Olympics will have always garnered more interest than a world championships but our sport needs regular intervals of the olympics to survive it can't just survive on four-year cycles of large attendances to athletic events we need to do more but whether our national governing bodies and the international governing body will listen i don't know
we have an unbelievable story breaking halfway through a championships. It couldn't have happened at a worse time. Unfortunately, Alberto Salazar's six or seven year case against him has found him guilty of several doping violations. The odd thing here is that well, none of his athletes have been found guilty of doping. However, he himself as the head coach of the Nike Oregon project has been found guilty. This includes doping his sons in an apparent experiment and for trafficking testosterone. This is incredibly worrying because this project has had accusations and accusations for many, many years. We've heard of Cara Gucha and we've heard that over time athletes have looked to distance themselves, including Samo Farah, and this now does draw in line as UK Athletics had some knowledge of this doping all along. And obviously, people are asking questions, people are asking that those athletes be tested right now, people are asking that their previous samples be retested, should I say. It's a case which is going to continue. Nike are standing by their man, Alberto Salazar, and Alberto actually says he is going to appeal. So. This story is far from over. It just really doesn't help our sport when we're struggling for attendances at major championships for yet another doping scandal to arise. The only thing that maybe adds a silver lining, as Michael Johnson has said, is that this sport is really, really good at finding those who are doping and publicizing it. That isn't happening in all major sports. So there is a positive element there for athletics but whether the public actually see it in that light, I'm not too sure right now. It became increasingly likely that Neil Black, the performance director of UK Athletics or British Athletics, would be forced to resign or be put in a position where he felt only he could resign. And on Monday, this happened. Neil Black stepped down from his position as performance director of British Athletics with only one more competition to um, survive under his name and that would be Mo Farah's marathon attempt as his main um, performance manager Neil Black was going to look after Mo in that race and then completely step down from the position. He's had the position for seven years which is quite a long time but I think if you combine the scandals with Britain's lowest ever correction if you combine that with Britain's lowest since 2005 World Championships medal tally then you are a little bit concerned and you can understand why it was time for Neil to step out of the line. We had a lot of fourth places and in my eyes, I actually see this as being quite promising. A lot of fourth places with uh, winter training now ahead of us. If we can actually capitalize on these athletes' performances, give them enough R&R over the winter, as well as periodize their training appropriately, we might see some of those fourths turn into third and second. What would be really, really nice would be to see our younger athletes competing at the indoors because no doubt a lot of our senior, our medal opportunists, our podium level athletes will be looking to sit out of the indoor championships and indoor season to focus on the Olympics. Therefore, let's get some athlete, young athletes experience and possibly find some extra talent that way. I am excited to see what the winter holds for us. I'm really, really excited to see the developments in athletics as a result of such a championships. It has created a talking point and hopefully talking points create action points. My name is Arj. 
You have been watching or listening to the Performance Physique Podcast and Friday Night Track Club TV. I would love you to hit the subscribe button. I want you to join us every single episode. You can follow us on Instagram, it's at performance underscore physique, on Facebook, which is performance physique, and on Twitter, perform physique. Otherwise, drop us an email to info at performancephysique.co.uk. I love to hear any of your questions. I would love to hear any of your comments on our episode so far. Maybe you want to say something about the Doha World Championships. And of course, if you want to be a client or athlete of ours, you can contact us on any of those means or head to www.performancephysique.co.uk and register your interest to be one of our clients or athletes. For now, train hard and have a great day.